You're listening to the Homegrown Faith Podcast. I'm Joe Clark, and I'm chatting with my fellow pastor and friend, Richard Sweatman, about God, the Bible, and life lived growing our faith in Jesus. This podcast is coming to you from Hunter Bible Church in Newcastle. Hey there, Joe. Great to be chatting with you again this afternoon. How are you going? I'm well. Well, it's raining, so it's a good day. And <laughs> I've had some great one-to-ones today, so I'm in a good mood. Oh, wow. Well, that is some um, fantastic things going on today. Why do you <laughs> like the rain? What's positive? Oh, well, yeah, you've been raised in a drought-ridden place. You're trained to just love the sound of rain, the feel of rain in the yeah. atmosphere. And so. you'll be out checking your rain gauge uh, yes. 9 a.m. tomorrow? Five and a half mils, yes, uh, in the 24 hours before 7.30 this morning. So. <laughs> definitely a heavier rain day today so exciting times tomorrow morning <laughs> oh well yeah something to look forward to but um how was your weekend you got up to some, uh, some fun things there i did i had a growth group night away we called it a weekend away but technically is it a weekend away if it's only one night but it felt very exciting and there were so i'm in this this large group of women we there are 25 of us in total but there was about 16 of us who went away either just for the day or for the day and the night and the next morning and we had an amazing time. Mm-hmm. Um, a definite highlight would be <laughs> the, the Sunday morning we had this amazing breakfast and the lady who was preparing food was like, oh, yeah, I'll just get, you know, I'll just do a little, uh, just something simple for breakfast. And there was banana bread, some with nuts, some with not nuts. There was bircher <laughs> muesli, there were acai smoothies, there was granola, yogurt, multiple kinds of fruit. It was Next yeah. level breakfast. Oh, that's great. <sighs> um, yeah. But the best, the best fun was um, <laughs> we played a game called the hat game, where you put a bunch of names in a hat, and then the first round you have to like you have a team. Your every second person's on the, your mm. team, yeah. and you have to describe the person, and they have to guess it. The next round you have to act them out charades that person that you pull out of the hat, and then the third round is you can only say one word. Yeah. Um, to describe the person, it's a competition between the two teams. It was so fun. Hannah in my group, she was late to join the game, but my goodness, she was an impressive charade. It was, <laughs> she committed to acting out Bluey. I knew she was doing Bluey from her acting. It was impressive. I, yeah. She, I was like, this girl can do drama. <laughs> it was fun. So, that, yeah, we had a great time. That is a great game. I know that game. I love it. It's, uh, and um, yeah, I'm uh, so good to hear about. The women uh, getting away on a growth group and a growth weekend away and uh, time together and fun and uh, I I guess relationships were built and friendships. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we had a little Bible time after dinner on the Saturday night as well, which I just loved doing as well. We it Hmm. it was kind of more like a a quiet time by yourself in company, like (laughs) uh, which was just great to do amidst all of it. So yeah, I, I haven't done a weekend away in a few years. I've been in lots of women's groups with lots of small children where it's it's mm. it's harder um yeah. but this group a bunch of the mums actually made it happen um and it was i just think they're invaluable so if you've got a growth group why not consider taking them away so good <laughs> yeah great advice <laughs> mm. what about you mate uh well um we are coming up to um I shared about cricket a while ago, I think, in the yes. podcast. And I can update you and the listeners to say that our team is in the final this coming Woo-hoo! Saturday. So, <laughs> well, yes, that's one reaction. As, as, I was, <laughs> as, we, 
as the, the semi-final was wrapping up, I thought, oh, well, I guess I've got another Saturday out. <laughs> uh, you know, it was mixed feelings, but um, I'm very happy for the, the, for the kids. And so, um, yeah, it's uh, grand. It's final time. And, this weekend. Um, okay, it's yeah, happening. I've, I've got to think through my motivational speeches. Um, <laughs> are you my, going to watch some uh, shorts on YouTube to get inspired or are yeah, you not going no, to do To be that? honest, my, my motivational speeches will be pretty similar to the semifinal where I said, uh, don't lose control of your emotions if you get out. <laughs> don't talk back to the umpire. Be polite to the other team. Um that was my main sort of advice. Classic. And uh, beyond that was, you know, try not to get out. I think I better say that. <laughs> try um, not to get out. So, you know, I, I don't know if they listen to what I say or not, but, um, yeah, they d- did a great job in playing well and, um, yeah, respecting their opponents Good and the umpires. So, yeah. Uh, it was a pleasure to, um, to coach them. On, uh, on Saturday. So, uh, yeah, we've got the final ahead of us. And, um, Big final. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll fill, fill you in next do, week. Do you think you're going to raise the trophy or is it? You, oh, you know... It could go either way. We're, we're number okay. two on the table. We're playing number okay. one. They Ooh. beat us last time. We beat Ooh. them the time before. So, it, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the betting agencies could have us at a, a, you know, a, a dollar fifty each or something. <laughs> I never know what that all means, but I can hear that it's tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's uh, that's 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 uh, cricket coming up. But um, fun Bible time for you, Joe. What? Yes. Uh, well, what have you been? I've been reading into? Philippians again and again lately, mm. just because of I don't know why. Just I'm enjoying it, so I'm reading it. And I'm in Philippians four, and I noticed something this just earlier that I was reading um, early in the day. Um. I was about to say this morning, but it's actually this afternoon. Um, it's in verse one. It says, "Therefore, my brothers and sisters, this is Paul speaking. Yeah. You whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this in this way, dear friends." And I got stuck because I kept reading, and it's you know, the encouragements to Euodia and Syntyche to be one of mind, and um, for the the community to help the women do that, um, and. Um, along with another person as well. but And so I, I can see he's got a particular situation in his head that he's applying the principle to. Mm. Um, but I really appreciated the affection in his words and the, the, the language he uses to describe the people he's ministering to. And yeah. so saying that they, he, longs, he loves them and he longs for them, that they are his joy and his crown, He's obviously not afraid to have an affection for his people, but he immediately follows with an exhortation to stand firm in the Lord. Yeah, um, and that that he's just laid out in the earlier chapters, particularly. Yeah, three. and um, I don't know. It just made me think about how I want to relate with others because I, you know, I'm often pretty high on affection. I feel pretty keenly for the people I'm ministering mm. with, mm. Um, alongside and to. Um, and he's not afraid to model what that looks like, but also what's he encouraging them to standing firm? Like I, I felt like it was a good pairing because sometimes I, f- I feel like in some ways my affection can be empty at times. It's just full of affection when I want it to be an exhortation like this where yeah. um, while I love someone, what I want them to do is look to Jesus and love him and trust in him and, and I think that's like remaining in him, standing firm in him. 
Yeah, so, yeah. Hmm, uh, it's just a lovely uh, best to read. I d- there's a great sort of four things there, love, long for, joy, crown. Mm. Um, what do you think a crown means? The, the, the I did think about I kind of get, yeah. Yeah, I wondered if the crown is the thing. Well, this was my thought. Tell me what you think. Mm. Um, if a crown is something that's beautiful and um, an achievement, like a, it's jewels and it's gold and it, it looks like something that brings you praise. Yes. Then I feel like the Philippians could be like that. Their godliness, their love for Jesus, that ministry fruit is something that brings praise, like would bring Paul joy and praise to, to God. I've, yes. That's kind of where I was going, but I had I nearly looked it up as a word but ran out of time, had to keep going, so... <laughs> um, I don't think he I, uses I think, that phrase yeah, anywhere probably, else. Do you, do you think so? Um, I think, uh, yeah, it's uh, crown. I'm thinking more crown in the sense you've been crowned the winner of a race rather than I've oh. been crowned king. Oh, um, which is pretty much what you're saying. Um, as I, it would be strange for Paul to talk about himself as a king with a crown, but maybe uh, someone who's does. achieved something yeah. as a runner, he do, does talk about that, or an athlete. Um, that the Philippians, who's very closely connected to, yeah, as he sees their um, growth and maturity and joy in the faith and perseverance and hope and Mm. working through suffering, um, uh, that reflects well on him, I guess. Mm. Mm. Um, That that's he takes delight in them and... If, if he was to talk about the, the value of his life and what he's done, what he's contributed, he, he, he might point to them. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, it definitely had a fruit, a fruit element to it in my mind yeah. that yeah. the crown is that, that they have the fruit of his labor is that they are standing firm in the Lord already, but he's exhorting them to continue in it, continue in unity. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, makes my mind go to 1 Corinthians 3, is it, where are you? You know your work gets tested, and yeah, yeah, the quality of your work is shown, and you yeah. want it to be that that kind of crown, like a good crown. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, we don't think we need to kind of, kind of go make it. Uh, it's not to be supposed to be a heavy burden, but there's a, a, no. a right and appropriate joy when, say, you know, you're doing some ministry and you're seeing things bear fruit there. And I, that's mm. sometimes a conversation I'll have with someone. I'll say you know, that thing went really well or those people have grown under your leadership and I, you should, you know, feel a sense of um, satisfaction or reward or accomplishment for the mm. part you played in that kind of mm. in their life. So, mm. yeah, mm. That's, that's a bit of that language of crown, I think. Mm. That's, yeah, that's um, good. Yeah. No, good job. That's great looking at. Uh, and uh, going back to your original point, I think that's uh, – I hadn't noticed that as well, but I think that's really helpful is that love, longing for it, affection – but at the very same point, he's, there's there's a purpose to it. It's not an end in mm. itself. It, mm. There's a call to um, mm. maturity and endurance. So, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah, and the same sentence he mentions himself, he finishes on saying, who are you remaining in? Like, who are you standing firm in? <laughs> yes, it's in the, the Lord. Lord. That's and right. So it's not ego. about It's not about him, I should That's say. It's not about yeah. personal loyalty. It's yeah, yeah. in the Lord is what he cares about. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's good. Hmm. And you've been reading, no doubt. What have you been reading, Richard? <laughs> there, there, there. Sometimes is some doubt because <laughs> my my reading can can slip. Or, um, but uh, no, I have been picked up a little bit more on that uh, the book you've shared already with our listeners. I think embracing complementarianism. Oh yes, by Graham Bainon and Jane Tour, turning biblical convictions into a positive church culture. And um, yeah, you spoke very highly of this when you were reading it before, and I, I agree. I think it, it really is the the book for our times and our age. Mm. Um, um, just pointing out the the positive way that men and women can relate, interact together. And um, I'm drawing towards the end, and I've just yeah enjoyed the tone, the warmth, the um, the, the a good balance of um, encouragement and challenge. Um, mm. And I think Graham will now and again say, "I Graham," you know, in brackets. Um, felt rebuked at this point or you know mm. realized i needed to change so he's really modeling a very humble um yeah he's humble as a teacher as well mm. um and uh i think um yeah the, the the quote i'll just share is i'm reading in a, in a little section on um uh, a subheading of ministry in multicolor, not monochrome mm. and uh the new testament is full of what is often called the one another commands which are about mutual ministry we are to teach one another, instruct one another, encourage one another, correct each other, and speak the truth in love to one another. There are both authoritative teaching roles and a one another mutuality of teaching in which everyone has a role. While these are, are distinguishable, there is great overlap. It's not that when the elders are teaching, something completely different is happening from when two people study the Bible together. When people are studying the Bible together, they shouldn't think that this ministry is lesser than real mm. ministry, air quotes there. Uh, which happens elsewhere. And, uh, mm. yeah, I just uh, love that little section there, that um, the the variety of mutual ministry and, and that it's not lesser than the sort of air quotes real ministry. And mm. um, oh, I, I, I really believe that, yeah, and, and love the times, the interactions when I see uh, people, when I see men and women interacting, sharing, encouraging, teaching, you mm. know, in that one another kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm. You know, I was discussing complementarianism the other day with someone and I got thinking about what it might feel like for men who are not um, someone who particularly enjoys or is gifted at speaking from the front or preaching and teaching to the larger group or even at a growth group level um, because, yeah, I was just – I often hear from women. And do you find you often are discussing – so you need to discuss this kind of concept with people or does it not come up that much? Hmm. Yeah. I think, to be honest, it doesn't come up as much as it would for you in your conversation, mm. Joe. But I mm. think, well, what is one of the things the books helped me with um, to see that as a potential area of oversight on my part or neglect or you know, okay. maybe this is something worth raising mm. rather than um, leaving it to be raised yeah, by, by others. So. Mm. Yeah, to talk about oh, yeah, talk about how how are you going relating, um, mm. working together alongside women, that sort of mm. thing. Yeah, yeah, and th not having a view of oh, those men who are preaching, they're doing the the real ministry, or they're the tech, the growth leaders, they're doing the real ministry. But mm. I'm as a encourager, a side to side encourager of other young men or brothers in Christ or whatever. That's that's some in some way different or lesser or yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, no, totally. Mm. I've um. Yeah, encourage guys in the, in the value of these um yeah the one to one encouragement ministries. I see that mm. all the time. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. 
It's definitely so, a book that um <laughs> has made me think more on things that I thought I already knew. Oh yeah, that's that's, the, that's a good book at that point, nature, isn't it? Nature of Christian reading, I think. Yeah, there's a fair bit of it is humility and, and thinking. Mm. Yeah, I actually have got things to learn here. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. So um, oh, embrace the complementarianism. Uh, the end is end is uh, not far off for reading this one. Then <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, yep, some other books, plenty on the list. Yeah, but um, yeah, we are out of time, and yes. um, uh, it's been great chatting with you about well, enjoying the rain, good weekends <laughs> away, yes. cricket coming up. The Bible in the Philippians 4 and uh, the mutual ministry of encouragement. Yes. Um, but there is a, uh, a massive encouragement we'd like to leave for the listeners. Um, yeah. Joe, what would that be? Well, I guess what we were thinking about um, before we recorded was that Easter is so close and it's the perfect time. It's the it's one of the best times, but any time is a great time. But Easter is the perfect time to invite someone who doesn't know Jesus or hasn't been at church in a long time to come along and hear about the good news of his death and resurrection. And so why not after this podcast, once we stop talking and then we have the little jingle music, you pray for someone and consider asking them along to church. Um, we'll never regret inviting people to hear about Jesus. So why yeah. not Why not yeah. have a crack yeah. at that this Indeed. afternoon? Well, um, have a great week, Joe. Enjoy yes. the rain. And, uh, Thank you. <laughs> the you rain too. <laughs> And I'll, I'll talk, talk to you, to you again. Uh, talk to you again soon.